Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Foss Corporation, LLC. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. We got more Sarge's secret for you. Mackie Arnick swerved between the two F-class Tashika bombarders a split second before unleashing their payload on an H-12 battlecruiser. Hundreds of troop transports that made it to the third blockade were shredded by heavy ordnance when caught between the warheads and their intended target. The rain of fire caused an engine failure on the H-12 and sent the ship into a fatal tailspin towards the planet of Nigromoto. It slammed into several more vessels on its way down. 20,000 humans and maybe another 5,000 aliens would be lost when the behemoth crashed into the planet. That wasn't including the collateral damage. The interstellar forces weren't the only ones taking a beating. The Collective's hodgepodge fleet of ships was eliminated faster than his trackers could keep up. He had to rely on visual data in the ever-changing battlefield, even before he could clear the hulls of the bombardiers that took out the Eye of Flatchick. A Z-class destroyer fired a plasma beam that tore apart two Tashikador ships. Mackie Arnock had to do some fancy flying to avoid becoming part of the wreckage himself. The T-3 troop transports didn't have anything more than proximity lasers to incinerate small pieces of debris that threatened to tear a hole in the hull. They made up for the lack of weaponry with precision maneuverability. He was able to run a gauntlet with his fellow troop transports and avoid the chaos of the battle taking place around them. Three Ellen fighters from the secular star system locked into his position and moved to intercept. While the first two blockades ignored the troop transports and focused on the big ships, the third was in low orbit. It was the final cluster of collective vessels between them and Planetfall. It was the blockade that was meant to stop anything from getting through. It was no surprise that they were coming after him now. The three flew in tight formation and peppered fire towards his vessel. It was light, but Makiarnik knew that it was meant to deceive. An inexperienced pilot might use it to test his tricks to evade fire while the aliens bided their time, learning his moves. The Seculars were a robotic race with a linked mind, so three moved as one. He was sloppy when, he, when they dodged, and he let a few hits throw their precision algorithms off. Once the pilots ascertained his skill level and pattern matrix, they split into three, and the real assault began. One kept on his tail, the next burned heavy from above, and the third veered to the right and fired ahead of his vessel. The bot's trap was simple. They were a force that would go left towards the two cruisers, which were pounding each other, causing him to go up towards an LN fighter waiting for him. Down was too close to the planet, and a misstep would cause him to burn up in the atmosphere. What they didn't calculate in their assessment was that he was no stranger to risk, and he ducked the fire ahead of his vessel and veered to the lower left. 
there was a razor-thin opening in the fray just below the juggernauts exchanging fire, where with a little luck, he could enter the atmosphere and not be burnt to a crisp. The bot from above came charging down to intercept and was incinerated in the heavy weapons fire of the cruisers. The one from behind got a good shot at his engine before bouncing off the atmosphere of the planet. The ship was flung into space, damaged beyond repair. The third wisely flew away to regroup with the rest of their fleet. Makiarnik hit the atmosphere and skipped across like a stone in a pond after plundering directly into the planet, but the shot on his engine was a direct hit, and he was spinning out of control. They would be lucky to make it out alive, much less to the intended drop zone. He wrestled with the controls in an attempt to stabilize their landing. The forest canopy of the planet below went from a pale green to a profound verdant growth as they careened towards the ground. Warning lights and buzzers blared. He was about to eject when an idea hit him. He fired up the docking protocols. When they had first launched from the troop carrier, small thrusters guided them from the dock, and they had low power to match the spin of the troop transports to the spin of the floating cities in deep space. While most IF vessels were austere monuments to functionality over comfort, the carrier 636C was never meant for planetfall or close combat. They were standard anti-ordinance batteries and defense systems. The troop transports dotted the small moon-sized ring that could speed up or slow down to simulate the gravity of the intended destination. Their trek across the stars had been tweaked to nick a remoto gravity so the soldiers would be ready to function in the higher G and put their body upgrades to use. Perhaps it was the fact that the ground transports had the lowest probability of surviving any job in the military but regardless of why the design decisions were made, the carrier was the best place to be during long space flights. It had immersive arcades, nightclubs, bars, sporting centers, and even vintage movie theaters. The site was a floating city. When the soldiers loaded into their various sized transport ships, it became like a university campus on winter break. The city emptied out, save for the civilian personnel who were glorified cruise ship workers. Whoever decided to move troops in space station might have saved their lives. Makiarnik fired the rotational thrusters opposite in the spin. It wasn't enough to regain control of the descent, but the maneuver did allow him to aim the craft. He was able to narrowly avoid a mountainside and skip past landing in a lake. There was a valley with some flat terrain that was just about as good as it would get. The craft hit the forest canopy and crashed through the trees until it hit a brandbuck and exploded. Burning wreckage toppled to the forest floor. Alright. So yeah, if you're ever in a space battle, uh, duck. Have a good night.